0: The MLB app, baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest five G network.
0: Helping us figure out the world, one data point at a time, is our friend Neil Greenberg, sports writer and stats geek, not nerd. For the Washington Post, <laughs> Greenberg, what up, man?
2: I'm doing good. How are you guys doing?
0: Good, man. Uh, we're not doing as good as you. I see a tweet here. Landfill Greenberg is nine and one on his bets during the NFL postseason. What time are you sending time the pizza over? Same time to give
2: over? us some bets. Yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> some of those are like at plus one thirty, plus one twenty-two. Get rich. Uh, okay, Steve we need behind. some for this weekend. Yep. Um, Rolling in it. Walk us I was through. Actually, talking to you from a bathtub filled with money.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sounds like Dave Chappelle when he was at Floyd Mayweather's strip club. Um, will you help me understand the the bets you've been making and where where you're going this weekend? And then we'll get to commander stuff.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the you know just information that's available and <clears throat> trying to see where the market's inefficient. So. Like the biggest thing last week was C.J. Stroud I, not to throw an interception was like a plus one thirty, and you you look at how home teams play in the divisional round; they usually don't cover the spread, the home favorites. So I said to myself, okay, if this game is close, like what has to happen? And, and what has to happen is that C.J. Stroud has to have a, a pretty clean game, right? He can't get into any trouble. Um, So I felt like that was an easy one, um, not to throw a touchdown, an interception, I mean. Um, The other one was the Green Bay Packers over 19.5 points. We talked about this on the show. I mean, their offense was clicking. Um, You know, I know San Francisco is good, but uh, Green Bay showed they were able to keep pace, and there's a lot of different ways to get to 21 points. Um, So I felt like that was another one that was relatively easy to spot. Um, so I just been looking at, um, you know, just trying to like get storylines in my head mm-hmm. as to, you know, what do these games look like, um, and where can I make some money?
3: I know Sorry. as good as all the 49ers have played, I kind of felt that Green Bay will give them issues as well. Does Detroit have enough to do the same?
2: Well, <clears throat> they do, but I also look at Detroit um, and and. Full disclosure, I bet San Francisco minus six and a half. Um, I think Detroit has been good, not great. I think that um, San Francisco has been like blowing out teams, both during the game and then with the final score margin, Um, not so similarly with Detroit. Um, But um, I'm actually going in a complete different direction with this. Um, I actually have um, George Kittle under 59.5 receiving yards in this game. That's my best bet. Um, mostly because the line moved to minus seven. Otherwise, I probably would have liked San Francisco minus six and a half. But um, Detroit's good against tight ends. And I know if Debo Samuels is out um, or isn't at 100%, you know, maybe they can focus on Kittle and Ayuk more. Um, I think Detroit is 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 really good. A lot of people will point to Kittle's games, the two games when um, when Debo Samuel was out. Um, he had a 78 yard performance and 149 yard performance, but those were against bad teams against tight ends. I think a more instructive game is against Cleveland. Um, he caught one or two targets for one yard despite playing 61 snaps. And then the opener against Pittsburgh, the sixth best defense against tight ends, uh, 19 yards playing 47 snaps. So. I'm on the under for kill here. Where I think a lot of people are gonna be on the over.
0: Um, who do you like in this weekend's games? And maybe not from a betting perspective, just what do the numbers tell you who's gonna win, who's gonna lose.
2: Yeah, I like San Francisco. Um I the Kansas City Chiefs Baltimore Ravens game is tough because you have two really good defenses yeah. and I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I'm on the under there, under I actually played under forty two and a half at plus money. Um, I think the under, is that over under is alt, still four. Under?
0: straight D gen yeah, right there. I'm sorry. That is straight D gen stuff right there. I love it.
2: Yeah. And, um, I actually did under 42 and a half at plus, I think 180 or one. Yeah. I think something like that. Cause I, I, I think these are two very good defenses. Um, I think they're going to play a tight game in the conference championship. Um, you know, I, I get that. I would not be surprised if Kansas city blew out Baltimore and not be surprised if Baltimore blew up Kansas city. But I think um, to me the signs are trending down. Um, I can't take Baltimore here at minus three and a half. I see two ways to play this either you take the Chiefs plus three and a half, um, or you do an alt line with Baltimore minus six and a half because four or five are kind of dead numbers in the NFL. So at least get some plus money at minus six and a half. Hope they win by a touchdown or more.
0: Wow. I fear I fear that I know exactly what you're talking about because I am in Team D-Gen with you, but a lot of people might not understand alt-lines, so I'm going to do my best just to explain it real quick. Um, everybody understands, I think at this point, if you're listening to our show, you understand point spreads, right? Like mm-hmm. the point spread for the Niners-Lions game is a touchdown. Yeah. The Niners are expected to win by seven. Now... Alt lines are so, and and the regular point spreads are going to be minus one ten. So you, you bet hundred bucks, you win back ninety, right? Um, alt lines are you you create different spreads, but you get better odds. Yeah. So if you think the if you think the Niners are going to blow them out, and you go to minus ten, you probably get that at plus one sixty five or something. Is my guess. Like right, and that, you want to be mindful. That's what alt lines
2: are. Yeah, and you want to be mindful of the key numbers in football, right? The most common are three and seven, right? Because they kick field goals and, and score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you have ten and fourteen. So when you see a line at minus three and a half, you know it's very rare for a team to win by four points or five points. Like very rare. Like one percent of all games from 2002 to two thousand two to to now have ended on a four or five point margin. It's very very rare. So you're better off. Looking at an alt line and, and getting plus money because the, of the likelihood is, is just more likely. So to take like Baltimore minus six and a half, instead of risking 100 to win 90, you're risking 100 to win a hundred and thirty, mm-hmm. and like I said,'re you're, you're getting a, the benefit of the key number of seven. Um, and that's really how I look at, at betting. I mean I'm just looking at what's, a, what's the most likely scenario. And then what does that mean, you know, in terms of, of betting and, you know, the three and a half point spreads out for a favorite are, are really, really tough.
0: That's a tricky number. Mm-hmm. Um, Neil and I probably bet the same amount, but probably don't approach it the same way.
2: I'm a, I'm a <laughs> gut guy.
0: Uh, we were talking about <laughs> well, the same amount
2: because I'm limited. I can't bet any more than like uh, $10 on some NFL sides. Now it's gotten to be pretty, pretty difficult.
0: Talking with our friend Neil Greenberg here on the bet QL guest line, um, Greenberg, let's let's switch gears here. I, I want to talk to you about the commander's situation. Um, I've reported, uh, seemingly everybody has, I think Boomer Esiason said this this morning, that he believes Ben Johnson is going to be the commander. Boomer might have said Ben Johnson is the next commander's head coach. Um, what do you make of Johnson? What do you make of the commander's list of coaching candidates?
2: Well, I, I there's two things. One, <clears throat> I think... Um, Johnson has shown that he, he's a really strong candidate, probably the strongest in the field. Um, and you can tell that because teams are going to him, right? I think I last saw that both Washington and Atlanta are going to him for the final pitch. And I get some of that is, you know, he's playing games and stuff. But, um, you know, I, I still think that that means a lot to, you know, go out and get your guy. um, And I, and I think that, you know, they – their their list was a who's who are the, are the top coaching candidates in in the NFL, right? I mean they they're looking at everybody, both on offense and defense, and you know they're looking at at teams that are successful and and have turned things around quickly, and are are known for culture and winning and et cetera. And you know he's got smart people advising him on on how to do this type of thing from with a, a unique set of experiences, right? It's not just football experience; it's basketball. It's winning organizations, you know, for throughout um, sports and, and life, et cetera. Um, so I think it's been great, and and I, it it does seem like if you're a coach, like the Commanders are probably the best spot, and you know Ben Johnson has that number two pick, which he can get a quarterback that he likes, and he's got he'd have money to spend, and you know really put his own stamp on on the football team, and. You know, get the money that he probably wants. We heard a report earlier before this, you know, the the frenzy started that, you know, he wanted a lot of money. And, you know, I've always said there's no salary cap on coaching, there's no salary cap on front office, and there's no salary cap for research and development. So, you know, that's where I think it's worth spending a lot of money because you can create a lot of edges that way. And when you have a billionaire owner, like, that's how you take advantage of those situations.
0: I think you're going to see that. At the defensive coordinator hire. I, I, I think I think you're going to have to pay Ben probably 10 a year, don't you think? Oh, so it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> at least, I mean, maybe more, uh, depending on what Temper does. Um, and then I think they'll spend a DC too, because I think they're going to get
3: a qualified one.
0: You know what somebody brought up to me? And I don't, uh, people will go crazy. What about John Fox as a DC? <clears throat>
2: I, yeah, we've I seen believe before, Fox. Right, like, like, I'm you... coaching. No.
0: He hasn't coached, but. Fox and Peters were together experience. on the Broncos staff. I don't know. That's I said a, he got the experience, but how long he's been out? Um, I can look it up. Um, what do you think
2: of Mike McDonald, Greenberg? Um, I think he's a smart cookie.
0: He hasn't coached since 17. But I'm sorry? I was telling Brian that John Fox hasn't coached since 17. Oh, um, anyway, I want yeah, you to Mike talk McDonald's about Mike McDonald.
2: Is, is a smart cookie um you know you look at the um you know like what he's doing um you know it's 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 interesting he does that cover 6 which not a lot of uh teams play right like kind of a mix of cover 2 and cover 4 um and that's been you know really helpful it, it's it's created a lot of uh, interceptions um you know when they're in, when they're in Cover Six, their interception rate is like eight percent compared to like three percent for the rest of the league. That's a you know that's a big number, mm-hmm. um, and that's creativity, right? Like when I see a coach using a formation, a defensive scheme that you know most of the NFL is not using and using it well, you know that's a guy that knows what he's doing, right? Like he knows how to play to his to his opposition. We've seen him shut down some of the best offenses. Like it's almost geared to stop the Shanahan type offense. And, you know, that's like the offense that, that teams want to copy, right? How What was it, a year or two ago that everyone was looking for the next Shanahan? And, mm-hmm. you know, are you even friends with Shanahan? Have you heard of Shanahan? We're going to hire you. Okay. Um, you know, so I think that that's, you know, those are the type of people that you that you want. Like, those are the out-of-the-box thinkers that are going to revolutionize the game. So, you know, I'm a big fan of that.
3: I think he understands I get pressure with four. That's right. Then I can do some, a multitude of things. and. He would have to have that here as well, so now, I think those two guys you don't miss with either one of them because I think they're both intelligent enough to understand that although I may be an offensive or defensive coach, I can also help my other side by telling them some of my expertise,
2: yeah, I always wondered that like why like i, I you know when i was when when Tony Romo was first in the booth and like you know calling the play before it happened. Like I always, I wonder to myself, like, why aren't more offensive-minded people defensive coordinators, right? Like, why, or why aren't they employed in that, you know, kind of like counterintelligence type stuff? Because, like, you know, you see Romo looking at the field, the line of scrimmage, knowing what the side's going to play. Well, if he knows what the offense is going to play, then he can help the defense. And um, you know, I wonder if we'll ever see something like that as well.
0: It's, you do see. I mean, Bobby Slowick was a linebackers coach, I think. You know what I mean? True. Like his his dad was on the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball. Like I, I think with some of these football <clears throat> lifers, you see it at times. Um, how much do you weigh, Neil? That the higher needs to, the higher here in Washington needs to be an offensive guy.
2: I mean, I it depends what my goal is, right? Like if I want if I want it to be like a slam dunk hire that everybody is going to be like awesome job then I think it needs to be an offensive guy. Because if it's a defensive guy following a defensive guy, that takes some of the wind out of the sails. Now, I'm not saying it's the right hire, wrong hire, right thing to do or anything like that. Like, what am I trying to do? But if I'm trying to get the best possible person, and that happens to be, let's just say, Mike McDonald, then I I do think that this ownership group deserves the benefit of the doubt because they're not – they're not going into it blindly, right? Like they brought in like all these smart people to help them. And if all these smart people in the room are looking at everybody and saying, you know what, Ben Johnson would be great. Maybe he doesn't want to be with us, but like just say, all things being equal, he wants the job. I, you know, if we think that Mike McDonnell is the right coach and that's the opinion in the room and that's the consensus, then you have to respect that. I mean, mm-hmm. you have to respect the decision that's made <laughs> considering all the choices that are out there and who's advising them.
3: See, that's where my mind goes right there. I, I I, think that if we're going to say that we had to get a general manager and first and we got one first, whoever he hires is cool with me. But but the, on top of it, just like if you were to hire – like people go, well, the defensive coach, your offensive coordinator is going to get picked off every year. Have you pull a, if you have an offensive coach and he has a quarterback coach or an offensive coordinator under him, although he may be calling the plays, they may get picked off as well.
2: Yeah, you want to – I've said this before, right? Like, you you want to start a coaching tree here. Like, if your people are getting poached, you're doing something really well. And I think, you know, we really need to look back at the Mike Shanahan time here with a little bit different lens because you look at his staff and what they've done and where they've gone and, you know, how they've kind of, um, you know, had their impact on the NFL – You know, that says a lot about Mike Shanahan, and I think that that's what you want. You want to develop people, and you want them to go on to bigger and better things because that's just a better reflection on you as a coach, as an organization, and people trust you more. Like, if you hold people back, nobody wants to listen. You know, that's not leadership. Like, no one wants to listen to you. No one wants to be with you. But if they constantly see, like, you're a factory just churning out, offensive coordinators, head coaches, just pro bowl, like all that type of stuff, you know, that's the that's when you get the hometown discount. That's when you get the free agent discount and people, like, are trying to come play here. Like, that's the only way to do it um, because that's what people respect.
3: I ask you this question. There are a lot of uh, – many people feel as if, you know, the coach has been offensive coach. And normally Ben Johnson probably would call his own plays. How long do that does that last because – the, the responsibilities of the head coach are that in which he cannot always be with the quarterback. You would have to have a quarterback coach, office coordinator, to be able to do that because there's so much stuff that falls on that coach's plate. You got some degenerates out there like Sean McVay and, uh, and uh, also Shanahan, but most of them have somebody else doing that, and then they may take over the play calls during the game, but it's not being with the guy every step of the way.
2: Yeah, you always want to hire smarter people than you, right? And, and and you know better than me, like, what goes into just a day at the NFL office, right? Just, like, you know, creating practice, running practice, evaluating practice, evaluating players, evaluating, you know, games and watching game film. I mean, like, you only have so many hours of the day, so much energy in the day. Um, and if you start to spread yourself too thin, that's going to be bad for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see it, like, in the first year, your first-year head coach, you want to – You know, you you want to call your own plays. I get that, but at some point you have to delegate because you can't you can't be successful doing anything. You look at any walk of life, sports, business. I don't know,
0: man. There's a lot of coaches that are calling their own plays that are pretty damn
3: successful.
2: There are, there
3: are. Sean, Kyle, Mike McDaniel. You're talking about Sean Payton. You're talking about. You say a lot of coaches. That's four coaches that basically all came from the same damn. uh, Coach sure, tree. True, true, Eventually, true. that's gonna run them. Did Joe too. calls on plays? Joe had he had plays. I'm not saying plays. people don't help. No, but... Dow Howard called plays for the most part. My first year, or so here. Andy calls his own plays. Not all the time. Andy always have a coach calling plays with him. He will step into it a lot. Sure,
0: sure. Greenberg, we got to run, man. I appreciate your time as always. All right, talk to you soon. And Love you, don't guys. forget to
3: text me for Sunday.
0: You got it. Thank you, buddy. That is our friend Neil Greenberg from the Washington Post. You can follow him at n greenberg. All right, I'm going to be real with you people. You hear me and Greenberg talk about gambling. I gamble all the time. It's just real life. The South Carolina Gamecocks, baby, last night. Cash. But ESPN just launched their own app, and I checked it out. ESPN Bet. It's now live in the DMV. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusive and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. I listen to SVP and Stanford Steve on gambling because they win. I like them, but I care more that their bets win. You can find all their bets on ESPN Bet. Sign up today and new users get 100 bucks in bonus bets for making any sportsbook bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. What a play. Must be 21 and present within the state of Maryland or Virginia to participate. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See the app for details. I'm going to give you a winner right now. Most playoff rushing yards, you can get McCaffrey at plus 140. If you think the Niners are going to beat the Lions this weekend, take that McCaffrey at plus money. We'll be right back.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. Whatever you think of Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, keep those thoughts to yourself. Okay. What do you think of Kirk Cousins, the football businessman?
3: I think he is the dude. Yo. He ignited what the hell we're seeing today. Totally. Yeah.
0: He played. Yo, let's start with how dumb Dan and Bruce were in all things related to Kirk. Mm -hmm. Start there. But then he proceeded, and his agent, uh, Mike McCartney, deserves a lot of credit. They played the Redskins like a GD fiddle. If you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the band. They, they were played. trying to play
3: him like one, so he just gave them what they were giving.
0: He flipped it upside down. In his career, Kirk has made, I mean, he made 46 here. 46 mil here because he got the back to back tags. He's made a buck 85 so far in Minnesota. Winning. That's over $200 million. Winning. And guess what, folks? You just signed another extension? No, nah, he's about to be a free agent again. And if you want to be dismissive of Kirk, you're an idiot. Kirk's right around a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Actually, this question, though, does that hit
3: ACO Achilles? I thought it was Achilles. Achilles, Achilles. I, Let me look. Does that hurt him in the free agent market to where he doesn't get that super top dollar? I doubt it. Um, you got to remember, on top of that injury, he's much older now than he was when he was doing all this stuff.
0: So it wasn't Achilles. Now, so Kirk's coming off an Achilles, and he will be 36 in August. So he'll be 36 for week one.
3: Give me an estimate of a contract you think he'll sign: four years, five years, what?
0: Uh, if I had to guess, at thirty-six, three years, three,
3: and he'll so take you it get fully one more bite at the apple. Will he get forty million or more? Yeah, coming off an injury like that. Yeah, at this age,
0: I I believe he will.
2: Okay.
3: I am happy to like set a
0: number and maybe even wager on it. We get the whole crew here. It to me be, it's simple
3: supply and demand. It's there ain't enough of them. You. You look at supply and demand, but I think also the Minnesota Vikings, as let's say he puts up nice numbers, but the Minnesota Vikings had already started to question moving forward with with Kirk Cousins before the injury.
0: Before he was hurt this past year, completing 70% of his passes with 18 touchdowns against five picks in eight Mm -hmm. games. I don't – so let me be crystal clear. I don't think he's coming here, right? I – it is a little interesting when you think about the success in Detroit that they went and acquired a veteran quarterback. Uh I I think you could call Goff a veteran by the time he got there. He'd been in the league five years. Uh Um, And that is what Ben Johnson did in San Fran. They went and acquired a veteran quarterback in Jimmy G. Yeah, Um, He didn't end up being the end all. Then they went for Trey Lance. It's my understanding Peters wasn't really involved in the Lance thing. Um, Now they're riding with Purdy, but I did find this interesting. I tweeted this out. If you want to check it out at J.P. Finley, NBCS. One of the many things I need to do is change my Twitter handle. Um, Bookies.com. I don't know how accurate bookies.com is, right? But I think it's a talking point. Bookies.com has put together Kirk Cousins' next team odds. Mm -hmm. The leaders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Plus 400. Right after that. The Falcons plus four twenty five. Right after that, the Pats plus five hundred. Then the Vikings to keep them to re-sign them plus six hundred. After that, your Washington Commanders at plus seven. You know where
3: I would go with it? I would go more Falcons than any of them. Then I'll go straight to the Vikings. I think Antonio Pierce' energy and mindset is not that of Kirk Cousins and i understand the numbers he's put up but in all essence it comes up can you get me to a super bowl and win me a championship and i don't know how many people would say yes to that right now as good as his numbers has been they feel he has a certain hiccup or crutch or no what you call it a yip when it gets to the playoffs about making that like that that play and you you've you've discussed it as well When it's fourth and whatever, and you throw a damn five-yard dump off, I mean, a five-yard pass that was behind the line of scrimmage. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So I understand that the supply and demand, but there are some people saying, why would we pay 45? If you say to get over for us, I'm going to use your number, 45, 50 million for a guy that's not going to get us to the big one where we could probably get a younger dude that may have just a little bit less and get us where we want to go. You know what I mean? So – I don't know. We'll see, though. And hell, I don't. I don't knock nobody's money. So Kirk, get all you can. Sure, because um, they screw a lot of players. It's my time. We turn around and screw them.
0: What if Belichick gets the job in Atlanta?
3: You think? You do you do you think Belichick and Kirk <coughs> will be work hand in hand? Because Belichick, he used to ride the hell out of Brady, but Brady's a different breed. Do you think Kirk wants that type of riding? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Would you rather have to pay Kirk a whole lot of money Mm -hmm. or give up a pick for Justin Fields? Assuming the Bears – we don't know that the Bears are going to trade him. I kind of think they will. How much faith
3: and how much belief does O'Connell have that he can get Justin Fields to where he needs to be? I'm saying if you're Belichick. Oh,
0: um, I don't think the Bears would trade him to the Vikings. I don't know, but I don't think Maybe, maybe
3: but if you can get a pick, you be might. But if, just, I'm be- if I'm Belichick, I would rather go with the guy who's going to be a little bit more influenced than the guy that I think think he is the influence. Because that coach is going to want to be able to establish some things. Then, hell, if I'm the Falcons, I don't ever want to give Belichick a new quarterback. He hasn't proven he can do that. Well, I think if you're Kevin
0: O'Connell, if you're Kevin O'Connell, and you go 13 and 4 that first year. Everybody kind of thought it was a little fluky, and then they get they lose at home in the playoffs to the Giants. Then your second year, you go seven and ten. I think if you're KOC going into year three, you kind of want Kirk back. I don't think you want to I don't think you want to start over. And the Vikes probably pick somewhere in the middle. I, I don't think the Vikings pick at where are you, Minnie? They pick eleventh, so you could get maybe a Bo Nix there. Um, maybe a I, I'm you telling you, you think Bo Nix
3: gonna get to eleventh pick, top ten pick? You said yesterday.
0: I don't know about top ten, but eleven ain't top ten. You said I think top ten yesterday. No, I said first round.
3: You think he gonna get to eleven?
0: People get desperate for quarterbacks. Man, Kirk's gonna get paid forty five mil. Bo Nix is gonna go first round. I wonder what J.J. McCarthy does. I, It's going to be fascinating. I don't know where Kirk's going to go. I doubt it's going to be here. I do know at 1230, Ben White will join us.
3: Nobody go anywhere. Yo, it's Brian Mitchell here, and I always demand excellence when I'm on or off the field. And if your HVAC system isn't cutting it, it's time for you to get to go to Rude. Thanks for the IRA Act. You can snag up to $2,000 in tax credits for qualifying heat pump systems. And Maryland residents, there are extra rebates on RUDE equipment just for you. Personally, I have three RUDE 18-sear inverter heat pumps power in my home, and it's a total game changer. So head to RUDE.com. That's R-U-U-D.com. And see for yourself. Elevate your comfort this winter with RUDE. Because if it ain't RUDE, it ain't right.
1: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
0: B-Mitch, Be I've been complaining that it seems like people are actively rooting for Josh Allen. Like last week when the Bills were playing the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to present this audio from NFL Network. Uh, this is Sean O'Hara, Bucky Brooks. And forgive me, I don't remember the host's name, but...
3: I know Bucky. Bucky's cool. Well,
0: just listen. <laughs> well, well, listen. Uh, no, Josh, no, 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 you're Josh, not getting to get Josh off off his, with Josh. That. Played his butt off,
1: and look, he's one. Uh, we we got robbed again. We we, we? as NFL friends, as NFL. <laughs> I didn't know we were French Hold on, let me, me let me let me finish this. <laughs> As NFL fans, we got robbed by another chance for to see more Josh Allen in that game. If the kicker makes the field goal, we're going into overtime. So I go back to that thirteen second game where they changed the overtime rules because of that game because Josh didn't get a chance to do that. But look, I would those rankings right there, I mean, you could change them week to week if you want, but still I'm taking Regardless of the outcome, I'm taking Josh Allen every single time. Why are you taking Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes, the guy who's won multiple Super Bowls? He's been a multiple MVP, both in Super Bowls and the regular season. I think Mahomes has the better team. That's why. But, I, but, but pure quarterback play, I think Josh Allen oh, is, is
0: Oh, no, you're not going to get me going viral. you not, <laughs> not get me going viral on that. That, that came from Sean. Sean O'Hara, that did not come from Bucky Brook. No, 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 no. You, no, you can no. argue that the Chiefs have a better
1: defense right now. Uh, I mean, they, they do have, have better, a better defense. Better tight end, yeah. better running back, better offensive line. So, look, Mahomes, this is not a disrespect on Mahomes. Look, I mean, I, if Josh Allen, it's 1A and 1B right there, like I said, you can, you know, alternate them week to week. But Chiefs have the better team. Mahomes has the better team. Josh Allen, he's still looking for some help. Can I get somebody to catch the ball? Can I get somebody to make the field? Oh.
4: So in that final drive for
1: the Buffalo Bills that set yeah. up the missed field goal, mm-hmm. he yeah. didn't overthrow, he didn't try to make hero plays and press the ball down the field and then oh, miss. Oh, he pressed the ball. Was- he threw a 70-yard bomb to Stephon Diggs, who should have caught the ball. You get paid to catch the ball. Stephon, Stephon had three catches for 21 yards.
3: <laughs> I, I, Sean O'Hara. Giants O lineman, I believe. But I know, I know Sean well. Uh, but I think the offense of Buffalo has been way better than the offense of Kansas City this year. And when they were worse, guess who was the worst? Josh Allen. Josh played great in that game. But don't come down to a missed three-point field goal and tell me your your guy is the best, is you know, is the better quarterback. Well why wasn't he up by 7 to 14 points? The league did change the rules so Josh can have a chance. He couldn't get to that point this time. I mean, if if we're going to just one year come on out and just automatically tell people at the beginning of the year look, we're making sure Josh Allen get it this year. They should go and do that. that's what it sounds like to me. I just I and, don't get oh, I don't oh, get oh. it. <laughs> what 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 did everybody say? Everybody, from local to national to international, the Kansas City Chiefs don't have it this year. Sure, they I said that. don't have receivers. They made a mistake by letting Tyreek Hill go. Okay, well, what is going on with Travis Kelsey? Now they're in the AFC Championship game, six, and now we're trying to say they are so good last year. Year before last, when they when he beat Josh Allen, their defense was subpar. Their defense wasn't as good as it is right now, am I right? Josh had the better team that day. They didn't win the game, though, because the damn magician had 13 seconds, and he moved his, dude, his team so far down the field to be able to win that football game. Am I right? Yeah. So how the hell can we sit here and say, Straight quarterback play, Josh was the guy, and Pat wasn't. Josh was 28 of 38 for 186 yards. That's not the guy type of stats. He ran the ball for 72 yards, but guess what, though? You were running it, but you wasn't throwing the ball well enough for him to care. So they letting you run it. Well, it takes a lot longer to be running down the field.
0: Well, they also didn't want to get beat
3: deep. So there they, you go. So they let you have the So rush. they let you have that. But Pat Mahomes had a better day than Josh in that game and won the game. I just—it It is what it is, man. Landfill, help me understand. Why do people I, – I think
0: Josh Allen's awesome. I love watching him play. But I also think that of Mahomes.
3: Pat Mahomes has been to six, six AFC Championship games. Pat Mahomes has gone to <laughs> – Pat Mahomes have gone to – going on his fourth Super Bowl. If he makes it. It, It'll be his fourth if he were to make it. He's won two. He's won more Super Bowls than Josh Allen has been to AFC Championship games. He's won more Super Bowls than the Bills. Uh, Mahomes is clearly
4: the (laughs) better quarterback. That's really good. That's good. um, I think people want to see Allen succeed because – it, it's super boring watching the same team whenever year.
3: But wouldn't it just? No, that's fair. If it, that's it, what it is, is. Is that the real reason, or is it going to make them look super smart because they said it? Maybe people that's feel fair. bad about like the
0: hard luck Bills always losing and. Buffalo's I mean, people hated just... Tom Brady for the
4: same reason. It's just boring watching the same movie over you know and over again. What I again.
3: say to those people? A quiet. <laughs> Brian, you don't you're say anything one. quiet. Just, you don't hear me saying this, Jeffrey. What do you make of it? Well, it, well, it makes no sense. Why would why you hate on somebody? Isn't it? A, oh, isn't it a football team? I think it's
4: just something with being great. It, it happens in all sports. Think about it. Everyone wanted Mike to lose at one point. Not me, dog. Everybody. Well, mo- a lot of people. I'm gonna say a lot, and not everyone. Um, you look at Floyd Mayweather. Everyone was just waiting. That's a little different. He's everyone got some. But everyone was waiting on some
0: someone
3: what? to dethrone him. I mean,
0: he's been accused of some serious stuff. Nobody I can't believe accused of serious
4: stuff. They Wasn't
3: didn't like it, because he was serious stuff. Yeah. He, was, he was boxing. They were, that's why they were mad at him. Now I think that is different, but fine.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: like it's just when when you become good at whatever you're – when you become great at whatever you're doing, it's going to come become a time where – people want to see you lose. It happens across all sports like where do you land? Are you rooting for Josh Allen over Mahomes? Oh no, I was rooting for Mahomes cuz it's like you you cannot what I said last week. You never know what Mahom what, what Josh Allen you was going to get. So I was already going in there like, "Oh yeah, Mahomes about to handle business." And I,
3: I I'm a Mahomes I guy. I was cheering for Mahomes. Yeah, I was say, and I'm Mahomes a Mahomes God. guy.
0: What about you, Landini? Were you rooting for the Bills?
4: Uh, I was definitely rooting for Mahomes just because I want the Ravens to lose, and the Chiefs can beat the Ravens, and the Bills suck, so they can't. I, I
0: do. I'm a Ravens
4: hater, for the record. I want that to be the thing. I, mean, it's, it's like, I have
0: a Ravens future to win the Super Bowl, so I'm rooting for the Ravens. Fear. I do think they would have smoked the Bills, and I don't know what will and happen that, with the that's Chiefs. That's
3: the thing, right there. Okay, so when people really, if you listen, I would love to listen to Sean O'Hara. I would love to listen to his uh, game, his predictions about this game. Because if he's not saying the Ravens are going to win outright, like you you two just went, y'all feel that they would destroy the Bills. I wonder, Bees. Why would they destroy the Bills? Bees, get me what the line would
0: have been Ravens, Bills. What do you Mm. think that would have been? Ravens by a bajillion. I think think it'd probably be six.
3: Whereas with Chiefs, it's three and a half. It's just the mystique of Pat is there. And people, Jeff is absolutely right. And I hate saying that. People don't – people seem to hate on perfection and greatness because they don't want to have to work hard to get where they get some braids. We'll be right back.
1: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.